I hope you all had an amazing week and you are excited to be back here at True Crime Fashion and Passion. I'm very excited to be here because I love fashion. I love Fashion Week and I love the people in fashion and I hope you love them as much as I do. I feel like I am introducing you to all my friends and you get to hang out with Pat and I and socialize and listen to us gossip and kiki and have lots of fun and we love to go backwards a little bit. This story is about the new king of 7th Avenue. He's one of New York's youngest, newest, well, not youngest, but one of New York's newest designers, and we talk about that. It's like 10 years in the business and you're the new kid on the block. It takes a lot of years to get to the top of the fashion totem pole, and he has worked hard, and I think you are going to really love his energy and his vibe. He and Pat have like this instant bond because they're both these like spiritually very ethereal and they look for the love and the peace, which I do too, but I look for the humor as well. So you're going to love this this segment. I think you're going to love this conversation and I think you'll love the clothes and the ideals of Raul Peñaranda. Hello, hello. Naeem Khan is here. I am so excited about our next guest, Jay Alexander. Alexander. New king yes. of New York Fashion That's Week. That's right. Raul Peñaranda. Stop it to make me blush like a white woman. Uh, what was that inspiration again? So inspiration was Norman Norell. Oh, I think what motivated me to keep going was paying the goddamn rent. How do you get to be the king of New York Fashion Week? Yes. When you are the underdog and you don't care, I was trying to scream. I was trying to tell everybody, I'm here. Worked with a genius like him. You make things that are made by hand. It's craftsmanship at its best. That was kind of a routine that you know how to do it, deal with the timing. Oscar one time said to me, focus in the product yes. and let the product speak for itself. Yeah. You know, the real Miss J on yeah. Instagram, you know where to find my black ass. I love you guys. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Well, today I'm really excited to introduce one of our new friends, one of our favorite new fashion friends. We've had a lot of our, you know, old-time fashion friends, even <laughs> though they're still young and cool. That's but right. this is this is someone I become friends with through Instagram, which I love. How many how many of us meet so many great, cool people on Instagram? We need that. And now you're going to get to know a lot more about him. Vogue magazine has <gasps> called him the king, king, the new king yes. of New York fashion. That's week. right. And his name is Raul Peñaranda. Yes, say it again, Peñaranda. Peñaranda. <laughs> well, I think that's a name you'll be hearing everywhere. Yes, you will. Well, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to, uh, you know, for this amazing invitation. And as you said, you know, social media has become the real world. And that's when you made the connection, as long as they're unique, authentic, with vulnerability. So thank you for this amazing invitation. Well, it was so interesting because, you know, New York Fashion Week has changed so much. Donna Karen doesn't show anymore. Calvin Klein doesn't show anymore. And we're going to get to Calvin Klein because yes. you have a Calvin connection. Yes, you do. Um, Calvin Klein doesn't show anymore. So many of the big designers really are not showing anymore. And for so many years, New York Fashion Week was dominated by the same people. And suddenly there was no new talent, no, no new names. And in the last couple of years, thanks to COVID and the change of everything, we have new talent and a new king. Sophisticated and seductive. And it was really important <laughs> because, you know, Pat has a certain 
air about her and we love the good things and the positive in life. And I was reading your profile. First, I had seen your clothes and I said, hmm, he reminds me a little bit of Oscar de la Renta, oh, our, our old friend Oscar de la Renta. Why. May he rest in peace. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, the king is dead. And so mm -hmm. we need a new king. Yes, we do. And I, I just thought it was, I, I thought the vibe was going to be great. And so I hit him up on Instagram. I slid into his DMs. Uh, but I did keep my clothes on. I didn't take my clothes <laughs> off. But um, there's a few shirtless selfies. I'm sure enticed, you know, enticed the uh, situation. <laughs> so tell us, how do you get to be the king of New York Fashion Week? You know what? It's basically one in word. Ten years, wait. wait. You've been in, at this ten years, right? Well, well, in ten years, and as, and as you guys know, ten years is really nothing. I feel that in <laughs> ten years they just give me my pampers. There you go, <laughs> exactly. But nobody's still gonna take this pamper. So I gotta tell you that you know um, the reason is to be the underdog. Yes. When you are the underdog and you don't care, because at the beginning I remember I was lucky enough to work for Oscar de la Renta, oh, Donna yes. Karan, Tommy Hilfiger, and Zach Posen. And when I was on my first years of collection, I was trying to scream. I was trying to tell everybody I'm here. And you know what? Oscar one time said to me, mm -hmm. focus on the product yes. and let the product speak for itself. Oh, Absolutely. That's and good the info. moment this Latino shut his mouth, yes. everything started coming into, uh, you know, uh, into place. And, and, and I think that the most important thing is this is like I knew from the beginning that I never feed the aristocratic mold of the um, couture fashion designer. You know, my skin was too dark. I looked more like a messenger than a designer. No, it's true. Honey, it's true. Tell that story. I, the story of my life, yeah. I uh, just put that over there. No, I'm actually here for the job. <laughs> <laughs> I am the boss, by exactly. the way. <laughs> and, and that became the, 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 the part that people will remember me. So there I'm here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many times did you get sent to the back elevator? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I mean, got to tell you, my first job at Dona Karam, <laughs> I'm walking on 40th Street with my Burger King bag, my leather, <laughs> my black leather jacket because I was so happy. And the receptionist said, excuse me, the delivers are in the back. All oh, the time. That's how it starts, Jesus. All the time. All <laughs> the time the back for door. me. I don't know how many of the, the people on 7th Avenue in the Vogue doorway or that I had that I had issue with. And I'm like, do you know who I am? Do you have a TV? <laughs> and I was already on TV all the time by this point. But, you yeah. know, I, I've always been a homeboy. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. I didn't, I never dressed the part, so to speak. No. And, mm -hmm. and I think it's so important. And, and what you said is very important. I think so many people want to get into fashion. Mm -hmm. And they think it's all about them. Mm. And it really isn't. I, I really learned this from, from Kim Kardashian's mom, okay. uh, Kris Jenner. Mm -hmm. You know, I, she really kind of taught me that it isn't about you. Mm -hmm. It's about the product you're selling. And even as a model, it's not, you're beautiful. That's how you got the job. You're talented. That's how you got hired by Donna Karen and Tommy Hilfiger and Zach Posen. Handmade fashion. Exactly. <laughs> but that's it, but right. It's, but it's. But you have to sell the product. That's what you're here for. Show that logo. Show those clothes. It's not about you. And one last thing on that tip, because it's mm -hmm. very. These are very important lessons. Mm -hmm. Janet Jackson working with Janet. Mm -hmm. Janet and Michael talk very quiet. That's okay. They don't have to scream they because don't. when they talk very quiet, everybody leans in. They know and who they, they are. They exactly. know who they are. Like you say, show the world who you are. And that leads us to the spiritual background of you and your ancestry coming here and bringing all that charm and originality and things that people want for inspiration. You got to talk a little bit about that being born in, in, in uh, Colombia and growing up and, and going to Venezuela and having these, you know, things with your family that bring you all this richness. Is 
is there anything you want to say about that? Oh my God, there is a lot that I want to say because you know <laughs> so what? So we're going to sit back and let you talk. Yeah. No, 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 because you know what? Ancestry is basically the place where you have all the answers. All the answers that I wanted to have when I started in business. All I have to do is look back where I come from, my roots, my culture, my humble beginnings, and the values that my parents and my mom gave me. And let me tell you, Every creative person that is listening, every designer, that's where you're going to find every single answer. To me, I was born Absolutely. in Cali, Colombia mm -hmm. um, when I was uh, seven years old because the cartel Cali was trying to kidnap my, my dad, which he was um, a soccer team of a very prestigious <gasps> team in Colombia. Uh -huh. We moved to Venezuela. Oh, my gosh. But then we got to Venezuela. Chavez oh, took yes. the government <laughs> and then we left to Miami. So <gasps> I'm kind of like a citizen of the world. Yes. I love that. No, yes, no, that. Knowing that, you know. Join my... the club. <laughs> no, but your, your, your ancestry, you know, goes way back to where is it that you said? Uh, very to Egypt. ancient. To, yes, to very ancient, very to Egypt. So yes. I'm half Colombian, half Egyptian. Mm. Oh. And I think that... Um, <sighs> It's, it's, it's that. It's kind of like, you know, uh, maybe wasn't the popular ethnicity that you want to share, but today it's something. Baby, I love it. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Look at the museums. Look at yeah. all the history, oh, okay, okay, the hieroglyphics, the gods. I think, I think, you know, we've lived in a time where it's been such a white-dominated world, so to speak, and the power has laid there for so many years. And yet the interesting is in the mix of cultures from everybody. Ancient cultures, Absolutely. things that we build ourselves on, but things you know, that we respect. You know, the beauty is kind of like when, when I was a kid, I was trying to go behind my mom's house and put peroxide water no. because I wanted to be blonde and blue eyes. Oh. And the moment I kind of like surrender and say, you know what, this caramel tropical spicy candy is going to yeah. dominate the world. <laughs> Yummy. Ay caliente, ay caliente. No, 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 pero de verdad que sí. sí. Uh, the moment I surrender is when everything starts coming to place. And I say, you know what? This is not about how everybody sees me. It's how I love myself, how I accept myself, and how with these resources that God, the universe, is giving me, yes. I can change the narrative of fashion. And that's but what you, I'm doing. But you went to, to Parsons, you went to FIT, you came to the city, and you were like a serious student, and you just took that energy. How was it being in New York as a student coming out of Columbia and <laughs> well, Miami? It was, and it, was, it, it was hard because I got to tell you, I went to the school because in my first job they gave me like a scholarship but I never I was never able to finish or graduate oh. so I'm not a graduate designer oh, by okay. by by law I just went to the, do school, the class of life, exactly, the school, school of life honey exactly school of life that's so, where you learn more so I went to FIT and I went to Parsons and I just want to be a sponge yes I want to learn the good the mm. bad that mm -hmm. will define me who I am as a human being and as a designer. You Why are you a human not... being, a wonderful human being, because you don't like cruelty. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Why did you not finish school? Because, number one, I was already working for Donna Karan. I didn't have the money yeah. and I didn't have the time. So, yeah. because this Latino is like mm -hmm. super hungry for uh, kindness and success, what I did was I took the classes that I needed. I took Pattern Maker. I took yeah. History. And obviously, like I said, I, I didn't have the money and the resources. And, yeah. and that's why if you can have it, Go to, uh, to, to to college, study, because study is the opening to Absolutely. a new world. In my case, I just work with what I have, and this is the result. Natural I, I talent, and Thank also you. pattern making is so important. Yes. It's the number one important thing. It's structure, it's architecture, it's like numbers. Oh, my gosh, you're but so it's smart. it's something you feel. I uh -huh. think it's something you feel. Like, you know, Donna mm -hmm. feels the clothes. She feels the fabric, and Zach feels the fabric. And I mean, you the people are the you work for. inspiration for a lot of that because of your emotional content, the things, the feelings you put into your clothes is about your emotions. You're inspired by something that people are afraid of. 
of showing their feelings. Well, you know what? I was, go- you know, listening to you. I was, I was lucky enough that when I was at, uh, in front of Donna Karen, mm. when I was in front of Tommy Halfiger, which I was the sketcher, when I was oh. in front of Oscar de la Renta and Zach Posen, oh. I was always trying to learn everything, the good and the bad. Yes. Because then, <laughs> then I knew that I, what I did not want it to be, mm-hmm. because everybody, listen, as a human being, I have my flaws, yeah. but I have the things that I love. Mm-hmm. What's your sign? Uh, Sagittario. Oh, okay. the arrow. Yeah. That's yeah. a very, yes. I find a lot of people from South America have that Sagittarius fire. Is like, this yes. survival? Yeah. It's like I, if I see it, uh-huh. if I feel it, mm-hmm. if I want it, mm-hmm. I can have it. You and can I, point right to the stars, the center of the universe. That's your world. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. your emotion. That's your feeling. And you're bringing it to light because you're present and it's your time. You're the king. You have to rule. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. But, but you know what? I, I think that I'll take all this with a great assault as far as. It's beautiful that they call you the new king of fashion uh, week, but hey, it's up to me to use that and say, hey, I'm going to feed my ego and I'm better. No, 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 no. No. To me, it's like I want to tell that brown guy that is coming after me. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is in, in every little part in the world that you have no hope. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm the underdog. I can make it. And you can make it too. Especially mm-hmm. in these times, but I think it's always that is the most important thing to remember because these careers are not forever. You're at Thank the top you. and then you're at the bottom and then you're in the middle and then you're at the top and then you're down at the bottom. And really, I, I really think we all have learned that you have this one, like the, the Eminem song, you got one shot to make it. You know, <laughs> There is that one big explosion where your career just blows up. And then if you're lucky and you're kind and you're a good spirit. And, and, and you deserve it. You definitely deserve it after all the shoulders and you then, have to stand on to get there. And then you know? your career maybe has other upswings, but you have to realize like everybody thinks, oh, I get to the top and then I'm the king forever. And it just isn't that way. The industry is not that way. There's always someone new behind you. Yeah, but you're unstoppable because you're so inventive you make clothes (laughs) that go from day to night skirts to come off and fabrics that are so important like you're just saving the planet by the way you work with things well and that's another thing let's talk about sustainable fashion and 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 you know how that is so important now in the industry well Mm. to me was basically yeah to me basically you know my my limitation became my biggest blessing Mm. yes and that was going to be a trademark and the blueprints or my brand Oh. Number one is this: is an, uh, I'm a guy who came from a place where we love animals, we love the the planet. Mm. Why we have to kill something to look fashionable, mm. and why we have to uh, instead of applying ego, just do compassion things, you know? Yes. So, so, so for me, sustainability means that mm-hmm. our we're a um, sustainable luxury brand crafted with kindness, and that means that we don't do mass production. Mm-hmm. Everything is produced in the freaking USA. Oh my gosh. Everything is made in the USA because I love this country and I want to be an example that we come here to get the economy booming, not to take jobs from anybody. Exactly. You're bringing everything up. You're raising, you're bringing everybody up to consciousness. Like, oh, if we can only see through your eyes and see that beauty, which is what you're trying to show. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing, you know what, is kind of like, because I never had money to travel anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. I remember big designer will be like, my collection is inspired in Saint-Tropez. Mm-hmm. To me, Mm-hmm. Every collection of the 24 that I have done mm-hmm. are inspired in a personal emotion that I'm going on that specific moment of my life. Oh. It could be happiness or sorrow. The best way are the fabrics, the silhouette. For example, mm-hmm. one of my partners broke up with me one time oh. and I wanted to be um, uh, unstoppable and I want to show him that. <laughs> That's that word. Yes. Unstoppable. Exactly, which is this collection. And, uh-huh. and that, that with you, without you, 
I'm continuing. Yes. That's right. What a blessing that you have that knowledge of, of self-love. You know, when you love your true self, you're, you're unstoppable. That's what you're trying to say. And your inspiration about, you know, Audrey Hepburn and the feeling of something classic that you put into something so modern, like we need to, <laughs> yeah. you know, honor very those important. people who came before us. Very, you know? very important. Well, I, I think that it is a beauty. Raul is always a perfect balance of black and white, sugar and salt, poor and rich. It's the perfect balance. Sweet and sour. Oh, Sweet and sour. Sour. Yeah, delicious. No, no, it's the perfect balance of the two opposite. Oh. And to me, when I think about Coco Chanel and Andre Hepper, oh. I feel the fashion where it was is all about the woman, the experience. Today, it's all about the TikTok, the Instagram. Yeah. Forget about that. We have to go back. But I know that this woman there is something priceless for her, which is time. Mm. And how I am as a designer can bring beauty of timeless with practicality and functionality. Oh. And that's where I kind of like say to everybody, open my place because the king has arrived. Oh, I just yeah. It's I our time. Donna, it's your time. I think Donna was very about that. That Absolutely. was what I, I, you know, I love Donna because her clothes went from day to night. She had a bathing suit. You mix it with a skirt. Everything was like, in, in, the, in the latter years, it's become much more drapey and more comme des garçons and, and a little more that vibe. But the beginning was really about this just ready to wear that girl in the city and you could throw up five, ten pieces in a well, suitcase and go. she got that from Anne Klein. You know, Absolutely. she learned from her master. Anne Klein, yes. And your people, they, they must have all injected something of themselves in you and you in them because I know they, they really got inspired by you. <laughs> The well, biggest, uh, tell me the one who inspired you the most. Was it Oscar? You know what? Well, I got to tell you, I admire Oscar, Donna Karen, Tommy, and Zach Posen, but the person who made me mm. wanted to be a designer was Halston. Oh, my gosh. Was Halston because I think, I think Halston was the guy who, who, who uh, project minimalistic and simplicity but in a luxurious way. And opulence. And, and opulence, like in, in yes. a simple, and women, elegant opulence. women that he loved. He actually had each mannequin that he had represented a type of woman. And you have those kinds of women. Yes, yes. In beautiful women Thank in your you. shows. Thank I you. love them. And, and the thing is this, for example, Halston can show us that if you want something, you can create out of that imagination when you have such a strong imagination and that can become a reality. Absolutely. Because he was the creator of something that he wasn't not real, but it became reality. Manifestation. Thank That's you. That's what you do. Do you chant? Do you pray? Do you meditate? I do. I do. You know what? Every day, as long as my eyes open and <laughs> I can breathe oxygen, <sighs> I know that it's a, a one-day new opportunity to make to make it better. To make it so, better. So mo more than pray any um, uh, religion, God, yes, yeah. uh, it, it just to, to, to the good energy. And, yes. And, and, and always think about my parent that says, never take advantage of anyone. Don't take advantage of anyone. So that's it's kind of the perfect balance. That's beautiful. very beautiful. Very but beautiful. I noticed you had this beautiful tattoo. Excuse me. I hope you don't mind that I said it uh, on your arm. Uh, a quote from your mother. Can you say it in two languages? Because people have to hear the beauty of this idea. Of course. Of course. Thank you. Uh, my mom always said to me, dream because it's free. Make sure that the dream becomes a vision. And if you don't want to be one of the 7 billion people in the world, make that a reality. So the tattoo says, dream, vision, reality. El tatu dice sueño, visión y realidad porque son las palabras más bellas que mi madre me ha dado en este mundo. Oh, I get goosebumps just hearing it. It's so lovely and so romantic. Since we're on the subject of tattoos, you know, we all love love. And I think one of, I've been, 
I grew up, my mom was a dog groomer and I grew up with pets all my life and it's another story. <laughs> but in the last few years, I really get to enjoy my friend's pets and I love my friend's pets because when they were my pets, it was a different story. <laughs> but, but now that they're my friend's pets, I love them. I have Millie I play with and I, I think that pets are like angels. They teach us that that we have love without words. You don't need words to communicate love and they make you feel Eternal. good just, just by their energy. They are the purest form of energy and love. So let's talk about your dog and your bracelet. You Eternal this, love. I, I loved what you said when you came in. You know, I said, oh, that's a really cool bracelet. And you said, oh. Describe that bracelet Well, it's, it's basically like a brown, you know, collar bracelet of my dog who passed unexpectedly when he was nine and a half. And to me, he came nine and a half years in my life to show me unconditional love, to show me that we don't need to speak any language, but the actions are more powerful. And 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 and, and I think that every time that I'm nervous, like a while, but not now because you guys are so cool. <laughs> I, Thank you. I hold this um the, the tip of the of the color to make me feel calm and make me feel in peace. And that's 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 something that also through my brand, I want to kind of honor every single life of animals mm -hmm. and that's why you know we don't we don't do anything fur or leather or anything that will kill any animals in the world or any or our planet oh you just and divine. can we see your divine. tattoo can you show yeah. us your tattoo and, yeah. and the I other one the camera is but let's and the other one will just... be you know his paw when when he passed away and uh okay. i, I have it on my so that's the paw the i have paw. it on my right hand oh, and it's kind of like it's, it's cage so mm. that's 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 kind of like, and again, you know what? I think that symbolically, as as you were saying before, mm -hmm. we need to grab into the most beautiful, pure of sample that we have in life. Oh. And for me, are my parents, yeah. mm -hmm. my family, and my pets. Mm. And uh, and that's what I want to kind of like transmit to everyone that. Uh, well, my parents weren't so pure, but they were <laughs> <laughs> you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But they did groom those dogs. <laughs> they did. They groom made those them feel beautiful, exactly. just like designers. Exactly. They're designing their hair, and it's all art. It's so interesting what we find as we do these interviews and as we go through mm -hmm. life everybody is creating everybody is is has an art that would that especially all the people from from the technicians here in the studio that make it run and remain yeah, as Romaine. her art you know I, you wouldn't know it from her t-shirt collection <laughs> she's but, quiet, you know. but she's got good t-shirts <laughs> she's That's got awesome. good t-shirts and it's important to be able to communicate art through any by any means necessary really and and are your family here in new york with you or where are no, they no um they're all in miami I'm ah. the only one that is in New York because you know what? When I started, I was like, if I want to be a big dog in fashion, I have to be either in New York, London, Paris, or Milan. And New York has been or all always, of them. All of them, <laughs> yes, all of them. What you're getting to. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I've been in New York for 20 years. Oh, okay. So I think I'm a Latino with an accent, but raised in New York. And I just want to, you know, Tell a story in every collection. What do you think you've taken from the cultures of it? Like, I have a very good friend from Venezuela, Maria Conchita Alonso. Of course oh. I know her. Yes. She's, uh, yeah, I already know. That's amazing. She's a very good friend of mine. We're going to have to have her come on the show. Please. And um, and um, we'll have you both come in at the same time so, so we can have some <laughs> singing <laughs> and dancing. Oh that God. will be a wild show. Yeah. <laughs> that would be very delicious. What do you bring from your culture? What do you bring from Venezuela? What do you bring from Colombia? You know, every collection, I make sure that there is a little touch of the DNA where it comes from. For mm -hmm. example... Um, I'm always put music that is like never like La Chica del Can, which is mm. a group of women from the 1980s. Mm. So the colors. But to me, this is like I want to make sure that people understand that Latinos were not just loud and passionate and crazy. Mm. Oh, can, but they are. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> they are. They we, have feelings. Exactly. <laughs> but, the, but then we can translate that into 
the fabrics and the silhouette, mm -hmm. and also into something very important. I'm a Latino. I love my woman with curves. Uh -huh. And that's one thing that even in my models, mm -hmm. uh, we don't do size zero or size four. Mm -hmm. All my model sizes are size six, eight, and ten. Oh. Really? But the wrong way since 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that's when, when right now everybody's talking about the 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 inclusiveness diversity, diversity yes. we have done it for ten years. Oh, good. And I have a, I have a story. There were a couple of models from Victoria's Secret when they when they closed that came to do my casting six months ago, and I said, "You're gorgeous, but in my show, you need to be ten pounds heavier." <laughs> eat, baby, they eat. Came, oh. They came, and two of them did my show. Yeah, oh, good for they them. They went healthy. Eight. They yeah. got a burger, and they, and they look beautiful. <laughs> a veggie, an impossible burger. <laughs> They had a lot of impossible burgers, yeah, and, they, and they made it, yes. Which is delicious. So yes. you're teaching women to feel beautiful about what they have, their own uh, uh, flaws, their own beauty, their own way of expressing yeah, themselves. Yeah, you know what? I, I think more than teaching, I just presenting a message, and it's up to you to take it or to leave it. I, I never want to impose anything, not even when I do my clothing. I just want to do a color and a silhouette. And then if you think that my art is an extension of your personality, we have a perfect marriage. It <laughs> is an go. art. You're a painter of beauty. You make <laughs> ladies you. feel you. like they're the ultimate. Exactly. Uh -huh. every, every model, every uh -huh. lady is the muse. Yeah. I, I think it's very interesting in the Latin culture, you know, having, having Latin descent. <laughs> I, I think people that, you know, some people say, oh, uh, like Puerto Ricans and Dominicans will be like, oh, well, you're not Latin. You're Spanish. You're from Spain. Your family's from Spain. Like, what? Wow. <laughs> you know, I, I think that people don't necessarily understand that there is there is a great diversity in the Latin community. Venezuelans are not the same as Colombians, and and people from Chile are not the same as people from Brazil and Argentina. And Tulum. And Mexico. <laughs> and Mexico's its own thing. The, 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 what would you say are the distinctive differences between Venezuela or, or Colombia you know and like... I, I, I think besides the accent is the only yes. thing that I can recall. <laughs> because because at the end of the day, you know what, we I feel that we're all the same. Yes. So so I think yes. it's, it's, and that too. And yeah, no, and and and, and that's why you know what some, when people said I was I was mm. born in Cali, Colombia, grew up in Venezuela, but sometimes mother is no is not the one who give you birth, but the one who raised you. Yes. So that's why I tell people and everything I I want to make sure that I'm a Colombo Venezuelan designer yeah. because I want to kind of like uh, honor the Open. two places that kind of like made mm. me uh, who I strong. am strong it made you mm -hmm. strong because of your history and the culture and the beauty so much beauty in the women oh my god you know what oh. I was I was telling people this people was always asking me why you wanted to be a designer yeah. in a Latin world where it's full of macho this is the thing I have my mom and my mom my mom and my, and my dad uh. I'm the first boy oh. my dad coach of a soccer team in Colombia oh. my dad is like this is the soccer player and I was so bad with with, with the sport. Anyway, I, I'm a designer <laughs> because of the love and respect that I have for my mom and my sister. And they supported you. Yes. And, and you're and you're following your dreams because your father got to follow his. You were totally nourished by the the menu of their love Absolutely. and the way they fed you and the beauty they taught you. And mm -hmm. are there any kind of tunes in your head that come from your mom? Oh no, all, all oh. the time, twenty four seven, three sixty five. My mom is the biggest muse, my biggest advice. She's a seamstress. She's so cute. <gasps> she called me one day before and she said, Raul, 
cover this. We don't want ah, this part of the yes, arm. Yes, exactly. And then she yeah. like, do a little mock deck, a little ah. thing, because we don't like this neck when we're a little older. And, and I love that because it's, a, it's, it's the woman, you know? And oh, last but not Jesus. least, I know you have such big plans for your collection, oh. but you have Tom Murray, who is the yeah. uh, CEO at, at Calvin, Calvin Klein. And now, mm-hmm. what are the big plans for your collection going forward? Uh, big plans is this. We will be opening our Madison store. Mm-hmm. We'll be opening our second store in Palm Beach. Ooh. Third in Bogota. And oh. the factory in Cali, Colombia, because we want to produce and export from my country to the world. But everything will be based in the U.S. So, um, And when are you are looking plans. at opening these stores? Um, well, I think that the third, first quarter of next year will be the Madison. Great. Uh, and, um, you know, slowly but surely, because I think that there is plan, but you have to leave the organic universe to Absolutely. guide Absolutely. Yeah. We make plans and God laughs. And exactly. yeah, but we get the blessings and the manifestations and all that magic that's in you. People need it because it just, it radiates just joy. Spread you know? some of that shit on Madison <laughs> Avenue. Uh, give it Spread it on Madison we Avenue. Kindness and compassion. Well, yeah. I think you'll have you'll start mm-hmm. to do shoes and bags. Oh yeah, and the, the whole... um, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. And then and then the, the idea will be the men's line is the second. <gasps> oh well. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Yes. We got our modeling we job. Got there some go. Beautiful things coming. The men's and then mm-hmm. there will be um ham handbags, yeah. shoes, and uh, perfumes. We need that. And that will be Excellent. the whole. Thing. We need yes. and are all vegan. Yes, yes, everything <gasps> vegan, everything, cruelty you know, free. cruelty so. free and everything. And again, you know, it's, it's about luxury, compassion, yeah. yes. selectivity and kindness. That's well, you've already got your two next models. I'm, I'm willing to go eat a few I'm more impossible I'm burgers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And Romaine? Romaine. We have a deal. You have not everything. seen Romaine's walk. We got walk. here, right? <laughs> she got a walk. And yes, you can do right. both collections, right, yes. Romaine? Yes. <laughs> she don't oh. care. <laughs> Just put it on her. No, thank you. Well, we love having you here. Thank you so much. And I, we, wait, we can't wait for the rest of the world to yeah, discover to how magnificent you are. You. No, thank you for the opportunity in the window. And you know what? Um, thank you so much. Awesome. And may all the Vogues around the world Enjoy realize your you. kingdom. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, the <laughs> crown you. of glory, the beauty in you. Thank you. Most important of all, where can people find you? Tell us all your social media platforms. Well, we're based in New York. Uh, my website is raulpeñaranda.com. Uh, Instagram, Raul underscore Penaranda. And now I become a TikToker. A TikToker. Come and check it, the funny <laughs> thing I do. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And, and what will... stores get to people buy you in stores or yeah, online? Yeah. We, or... we have a store in the Upper West Side called Atempo uh-huh. on the online store and at the Baccarat Hotel. Wow. Okay. Wow. Excellent. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Isn't he just amazing? Don't you just love his energy? Isn't he someone that you really just want to sit down and hang out with? I love Raul. I think he is so extraordinary, and I hope he has a world of success in the fashion industry. When I when I sit back and I see young people like him or new designers like him, I think, wow, there really is hope in fashion for good energy and, and just this common knowledge that we can all be part of the same thing. We're all part of this planet. We're all part of fashion. We're all part of the world of creativity and Can't we all just get along and make the planet a better place and make everybody look good? You know, just make the world a better place one look at a time. Thank you for joining us on True Crime, Fashion, and Passion. I hope you will tune in next week for our next episode. You are going to love it. It is, ooh, it's so good. I I can't even tell you anything about it, but I know you're going to love it.